What's up, y'all, and welcome to Marley the Podcast, where I use over a decade of experience in the health and fitness space to help you find what's gold and what's old so you can achieve all your health goals seamlessly. Although it's not easy to undo years of us consuming so much information as it relates to diet culture and as it relates to weight being the very center and focus of all of our progress, because I really want to bust that myth wide open. And when we talk about weight, that is just really one data point to focus on. And I say data point because you can progress in terms of so many different areas of your journey and your weight may not necessarily reflect that, especially if you are coming into things and your goal is to achieve that more toned or more defined look. And when we think about that, the more sciencey name for that specific thing is going to be body recomposition. I know that you've seen this term thrown around on the internet and it's like the new shiny thing. Everyone buddy wants body recomposition, but this has been something that has been around for a long time. And it's probably something that you've actively been doing, but you might not have been aware of because a lot of times we are simultaneously trying to reduce body fat but also trying to gain muscle mass. And that is what changing your body composition is about rather than solely focusing on just weight loss or just muscle gain. So if we're thinking about why weight is not really the best or most accurate way to track if this is what's happening, let's talk about why. Because if you were to step on a scale, and I'm just talking about a normal scale, I'm not talking about those fancy scales that spit out these 17 bajillion different data points, because that's just a different story and rabbit hole of how accurate those are. But weight alone does not differentiate between muscle and fat. So your weight could be the exact same as a couple of weeks ago. It could be a little bit more than a couple of weeks ago. But the scale does not change significantly during this process. And I want to talk about what is actually happening because your weight can fluctuate and it can even go up during this time because muscle growth takes a little while to happen. And by a little while, I mean eight to 12 weeks. So after eight to 12 weeks of really getting into a solid routine of lifting and strength training, you are adding lean tissue. And that means there's gonna be more fluid storage. And guess what comes with more fluid storage? Your weight is going to be up a little bit. So there is a science behind what is happening. And if we were to only use our weight to track what's going on, you're gonna omit all of the hard work and progress you're actually making because you aren't tracking other data points. And when we talk about other data points that should be tracked, there are some things that I always have clients keep track of. And one of those is progress pictures. And I know you're probably gonna sit there and be like, oh, I hate taking progress pictures. I want you to sit there and when you take those, don't go ahead and sit there and pick it yourself apart and over-evaluate and over-examine the pictures. Because I know we have a tendency to do that. 
Let's just view them as data points, just as we are viewing our weight. And then another optional thing that you can do is take measurements. And I'm talking about waist, thigh, hip, quad, arms. There's so many different points that you can measure just based on what your specific goal is and what areas you're trying to improve body composition because you may have a specific goal of getting your quads stronger and building more muscle in that area. So would it necessarily benefit you to want your quads to actually go down in inches if your goal is to gain muscle? No. And along with that comes some fluid retention, like I mentioned. So we want to make sure that we are using these different data points in a way that are going to benefit us most. Because if you think about the effects of solely focusing on scale weight, it also comes down to a more psychological impact. Because if your exclusive focus is on the scale. That can lead to a lot of frustration, a lot of demotivation, especially if the number doesn't necessarily align with the amount of effort you put in, in terms of your nutrition or exercise that week. So if every time you step on the scale, you go into this downward spiral, we have to think about other achievements that are to be celebrated. And these can be things like the way your clothes fit, Like I mentioned, body measurements, they can be things like your relationship with food. And this is something that I like to include every week on my check-ins is there's going to be progress pictures. There's going to be a scale weigh-in, but there's also going to be non-scale victories and life wins because those are really important. If you have always struggled with going to family functions or going out to eat and knowing what to eat and getting super anxious about it. If you can continue to work on that relationship and over time, one of your non-scale victories was going to a holiday party with your family and not feeling completely unhinged, then that is huge progress in the right direction. And that is something we want to measure. And you have to also think if you are dealing with some sort of hormonal issues or adrenal issues, some steps in the right direction would be things like Increased energy levels, better sleep, better mood, less PMS, less cystic acne, dealing with that time of the month. So we have to look at overall health and well-being that is not just so centered on that weight. And if we think about the way our metabolisms also change throughout time and throughout this process, strength training influences weight. So as your muscle mass increases, your body burns more calories at rest, which can mean your weight loss is not as dramatic. And that doesn't mean that you're not still making positive progress in terms of body composition, but to you, you feel like you're not where you want to be because that scale is telling you otherwise. And something I've done for quite a few clients is to actually take away weighing themselves. And if you are the type of person that is weighing yourself multiple times a week, stop. Just don't. Once a week is more than good enough. Your body is going to change and go through certain fluctuations throughout the week, especially for us ladies, because we do have specific phases during the month where there are things going on with our hormones, right? So it is going to fluctuate. And I don't want your mood and your outlook on your journey to be so 
heavily reliant on that scale. So we have to take the power away. We have to just be able to focus on wins in other areas. And if this means that you have to take the scale away for a certain amount of time, do that because it can have such a positive effect not just on your physical progress, but on your mental health and your mental progress and your psychological progress. And that is something that is worth more than anything else. So if you are sitting there and you feel like, man, I can't seem to have the scale budge. I can't seem to make progress in the right direction. I want you to use this episode to find other data points to track. And that way you can have multiple areas that you can celebrate success in and You are not putting all your eggs into one basket, which is the number on the scale. Make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already and head on over to my Instagram at Marley Rosano to check out even more helpful content.